Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Truck Talk, the show about launching, building, and hopefully successfully exiting a small business. I'm your host, David Shaughnessy, and I run a local pool servicing company here in Sacramento, California. And today, I am doing chemical stuff. Um, Today, uh, we have a slightly shorter route than we've had all week, which is really, really great. Uh, meaning I don't have to do as many pools. Uh, it's about the same for my employee, uh, but um, you know, instead of, I think we have 28 pools and we've been doing like 32, 34, you know, above 30. So it doesn't sound like a big difference, but it makes a big difference when you know, you're still within the 20s. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so I needed to take this opportunity and uh, uh, basically ship over my, my return cases of chlorine and acid back to my distributor because they have not been picking it up on the on their deliveries so i have probably about a thousand bucks worth of uh return cases uh that i need to go and uh i need to go and get basically so my morning today is just going from my house loading up my truck and uh heading back over across town and dropping it off and i'll probably have to make two to five trips somewhere around like i just did one i'll probably have to make like three more i think so Um, and then after that, uh, I really need to find acid in bulk. We can't, we can't keep doing this where we find, I find maybe two cases and then we're, we use that for a day and then we find two more cases and I do that for a day. I need to just go find some acid. I'm going to have to drive all over town, figure out where that is. Um, so, you know, uh, we will, we will figure it out. Um, oh my God. I sort of lowered, lowered my uh, hands-free device. Uh, wink, wink. Because I thought I saw a cop. But nope, it's just one of those stupid security patrol people where they dress up like cops and they make their cars look exactly like cops, but then they're not cops. That should be illegal. I, I feel like it's a little too close to impersonating an officer. Um, anyway, side note. Truck talk! I'm a little grouchy because of this situation, I'm not going to lie. Um... I'm not that grouchy, but it is like, uh, it's a little annoying that I have to do what I'm doing right now. It's taking away from like what I could be doing, which is, um, helping my technician get through his route faster. And then I'd be done earlier, but I'm not, um, but that's okay. This is just part of the deal. You know, when you, when you run a business every once in a while, you got to do stuff like this where, you know, a partner of yours doesn't do their end of the bargain. And, you know, you got to kind of make up the difference and there's really nothing to do about it other than to just, you know, recognize it was a mistake and just fix it. Um, you know, that, I mean, that, that's kind of like business ownership in a nutshell. Like once you get the ball rolling, like a lot of what you do is just putting out little fires like that and, uh, and it'll be good. I mean, you know, the, the balancing the business checkbook has gotten harder and harder and harder because we haven't been getting our returns, uh, the, the, the money from all of our, uh, chemical deposit returns. And, um, so I'm going to go get that money and we're going to be in a much better financial spot because of this. And then we're going to buy acid and it's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great day. Um, yeah. So I have an in-person interview today. I'm pretty excited about that. The kid's pretty good. Sounds pretty good on paper. He sounded really good on the phone. He actually called me to follow up with his application, which is very rare. I don't think I've heard of anyone doing that. I haven't had anybody do that. I've had a pool guy 
call me and ask me about my prices and how big how big my company was and he acted like he was tr- looking for a job and then I just flat out asked him I'm like listen dude are you a pool guy I'll, t- I'll tell you all this information anyway like I don't you know I don't mind uh and he was like oh well may- maybe one day I could be but not 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 yet and then I was like all right you're a pool guy dude it's all right I'm not your enemy man like uh I'm not uh there are a few pool guys I know that are very like, you're my competitor and we're, we're going to be enemies and I'm going to take your pools kind of mentality. But most of the pool guys I know are like me. You know, I'm happy to talk to you. It's fun to talk to other pool guys because you're like the only people on the planet that actually understand what we do. You know, it's fun. It's, it's, it feels good to talk to, to other pool guys and learn what they're doing and, you know, talk about what you're doing and try to figure out, oh, maybe I could do that with my business. And, I mean, it's a, it's a great source of information talking to other pool guys. So I'm very much so uh, open with, with other pool guys. If they want to know how big my book of business, I'll tell them. If they want to know what I what I do, I'll tell them. Like, I, the thing about um, the pool industry is it's, it's full of not-so-great pool guys it's like tons of them. So if, as long as you do a good job, you're fine. Like you don't really have to worry about stuff. And there, there are more pools than there are that need servicing than there are pool guys. So, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's really, it, there's no need to be cutthroat. You know, you can just have a, a you know, you can have a, a discussion with, with your fellow pool guy, no problem and not have to worry about stuff. Now, I wouldn't go as far as to say, like, I'm going to give you the exact addresses and customer contact information or anything crazy like that. But like, you know, there's no, there's no reason to like hide general stuff. Um, I don't have any secret sauce. I mean, maybe I do, but it's not, you know, the other way I look at it too, is like, if I'm doing something that makes me more profitable and allows me to charge more money, for example, which I mean, right now I, we charge a very fair rate. Um, I was actually talking with one of my customers for like over an hour, maybe not over an hour. It was about an hour. We were just kind of sitting there cause we had done a price raise and he was a recipient of that. And we, we kind of talked about it and you know, he, he explained that he understands because he sees the, that he don't, he owns a construction business and he understands like how much materials have gone up. It's been insane. And so it was nice, but so, you know, um, we're, we're priced fairly, but if I ever had something that would allow us to like justifiably charge more, um, I'd be happy to share that with other pool guys because I want other pool guys to charge more. The more my competitors charge, the more I can charge and, and, and so on and so forth. Now, I'm not saying that I go around with a group of, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I'm certainly not saying that I, um, uh, sorry, I was waving to a, a customer of mine, a uh, customer's kid. Um, the, uh, um, God, where's my brain? Where's my brain today? I don't know. I'm tired. Uh, we're not setting the prices together, but like, you know, it's good to know what my competitors are pricing. And, and I, all I'm saying is if they charge more, I can charge more, right? If everybody charges more, everyone charges more. It's pretty simple. Now we're not sitting around being like, okay, on this date, we're all going to charge the exact same amount. So that way, you know, that's price setting. That's illegal. That's certainly not what we're doing, but it is nice seeing people charge, start to charge more because it just makes us all do better. Um, Anyway, I'm back at my house. I've got to I've got to load up some more empties, and then uh, I'll be back on this podcast. All right, loaded up, and now heading back, heading back out. Got to go get that money. So every time that I do one of these loads that I'm doing right now, I'm probably gonna make about 150 to 160 bucks. 
And uh, I think I have maybe one more, maybe two, but I don't think I'll do the second because eventually I will get a shipment and eventually they will have to, now that I've, uh, uh, excuse me, now, <laughs> hello podcast, uh, now that uh, I've kind of let them know the errors of their way, I would be surprised if they don't um, pick it up. So I'll probably do one more of these, that'll pay for the... Uh, um, the asset I'm looking to buy, uh, and then maybe go a little bit extra, go back onto the credit card, but so that'll be good. Um, yeah, so things are looking good today. Slightly, uh, a, a slightly easier route. Um, we really should blow right through once I get down there and start helping my guy out. We really should be able to kind of, uh, wrestle up these pools pretty quick. Um, I'm a little slow today, man. I, I don't know. My, my brain's not working quite right. <coughs> I got pretty decent sleep, but just a little slow. It has been smoky. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty excited. And I've, uh, so I've got this interview and, you know, so far this kid's been pretty promising all, um, overall. And, uh, you know, he, he called me, which is very rare. Like I honestly, I don't think I've ever had anybody like look up our number online and then give me a call cause he wants the job. So, I mean, it's been, it's, it hasn't happened yet where like someone's been that interested in working and, but I'm, I'm really happy that he did. And I really hope this interview works out. Um, because number one, we need, we need an employee. Uh, and then number two, uh, you know, it, if we can secure another employee, um, well, I mean, number one, I'll be out of the route work pretty quick. Um, but we also have other candidates in the pipeline. Um, I've got another potential interview with a, with a gal tomorrow. Um, and if she does well, and she's got a really cool background. She actually has been a service technician, not a pool service technician, but a service technician before, um, from like multiple different things. Uh, she's actually got quite the extensive career. Um, I think she's like maybe my age or something like that, but she's been doing like working with her hands for a really long time. And, uh, that to me would be really, really nice to be able to hire, uh, somebody with that much experience. So if she really has all of that experience, that'd be really, a really good addition to our team. Because if you have that much experience working with your hands, that much experience working on like mechanical things, that could potentially be someone who I could start training into being more of a repair technician versus just a regular pool technician. Like, so if we, you know, for things like, um, sweep repairs and, uh, like really minor things like adding, you know, putting a pressure gauge, like putting a pressure gauge assembly onto a filter tank, you know, that it's really simple stuff, but like, you kind of need to be, uh, trained on it. And I would need to like have to si sort of sign off on everything for a while, uh, before I would trust a person to put those fixes together. But like, that is going to be something that I have to do if I really want to be able to walk away or like really back away from the day to day. I have to train people to do these little repairs because these are the little repairs that pretty much fill up my service call um, calendar. 
Because at this point, the biggest, like the really big stuff, like I don't even really do the big stuff anymore. Like every once in a while, like last week I did a plumbing job, right? But like that's about, that was like the first time I've done what I would consider one of our bigger jobs in a while. Um, I usually just sub it, um, sub it out to a, our contractor. Sorry, truck talk. People uh, accelerating into a red light. Yeah. Um, up oh, truck talk. Somebody trying his best to get around me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like if she uh, is a good fit, obviously, um, you know, first and foremost, if she's not a psycho, uh, like any, any of the other people I'm interviewing, I, that's what the phone interview is for. And I even say it on the phone interview, like, yeah, this isn't really like the full interview. This is just, you know, making sure that, you know, you're not a crazy person and you know that I'm not a crazy person. I say, I, I've been saying that every once in a while. I actually didn't say it with the last interview, which is probably good that I stopped saying that. I don't know why I say it, it's, but it is true. It is, that is the reason for the phone interviews to make sure you're not a crazy person. Uh, but yeah, if she's got all this experience with, um, you know, mechanical stuff, like it says on her resume, she could probably be a, a repair tech and that would be very valuable. Um, very, very valuable. So, uh, that would be pretty cool if, if that works out. And so what I'm thinking is if it works out with this, this kid that I'm, uh, interviewing today and, uh, but he's going to school and he would like part-time. It would be, what I would be really interested in trying to do is hire two part-time technicians. And then we would have a total of three, uh, employees. And then what happens is if any one of my employees calls out or like needs a, a week off or whatever, uh, I don't have to make up the, the route work anymore. Like I can just have my other employee cover the shift potentially. I mean, I'm sure there'll be times where I have to just do it, but it just, it, it increases the, you know, the stability of my job, which again, what I'll be doing once I'm out of the route work is I'll be growing this company. That's a pretty, pretty, um, valuable and pretty high important, uh, importance task. And so if I can have that be as uninterrupted as possible, the faster we grow, the faster we kind of get to that next level, the faster we get to three full-time technicians, you know, yada, 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 the whole nine, the faster we get to our goals, the more I can stay out of the route work, but also, you know, ha and have a team handle that, the faster we can continue to get to these next levels, like getting a, a facility, like getting uh, an office admin, like, uh, what are you doing, dude? Truck talk, man, there's a lot today. Uh, when people feel the need to swing out to the right so that they can make a left turn, dummies. Um, all right. I'm being a little hostile this morning. If you can tell, I, I shouldn't be so hostile, but I don't, I don't know what's gotten into me. Something's in the water. I'm, a, I'm just feeling a little spicy today. Um, that said, I am seeing a lot of dumb, dumb driving decisions right now. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, so, <coughs> um, that's, that would be pretty interesting. Um, because all of a sudden, and, and the reason I'm even talking about this is all of a sudden we are getting, uh, applicants that are answering their emails. We're getting applicants that are, you know, uh, answering the phone on the phone interview. So we've had two in the last week. And then, uh, this, this, uh, gal that, um, we're trying to schedule the next interview with, um, Oh God, what now? What is this guy doing now? You know, I'm going to pause this cause there's some really dumb driving going on right now. All right. I think that I'm in the clear. I'm not, not sure. Um, but anyway, but yeah, that's, that's kind of the, uh, 
the reason all of a sudden we're, we're getting applicants that are responding. Now I've gotten applicants that respond and then just ghost me on the phone interview, you know, so that I'm definitely not uh, holding my breath here, but if it's possible to hire two people instead of just one and they're both part-time, I would rather do that. Uh, the only concern I would have is like the skill, you know, if you're not, they would acquire the skills but I think it would take longer because less practice, right? If you're only doing it two to three days out of the week instead of five, you're, it's going to take you, you know, twice as long to be as good as you would, uh, would be if you were doing it for five days a week. Right. And, uh, but then again, like this isn't rocket science and the, the job itself is not, you know, the whole scope of everything that I do. It's just learning how to service the pools. And that's not, it really isn't that hard. So, uh, you know, it takes maybe like four, four to six weeks to be like pretty for proficient on your own. And, um, so yeah, so, I mean, things are going, going well, uh, with regards to hiring. I'm pretty, pretty stoked on that. Um, and then, uh, you know, my technician currently, he's been trying to get out of this, of this line of work and into the line of work into his sort of field of study he has a master's degree. And, you know, he's been trying to get, uh, sort of into research programs and things like that. And so this is really, this has always been a temporary thing for him. And so maybe we, we, you know, if I could hire two people and then sort of maybe like give those two new people, like maybe one of his days, like, I don't want to like just eat his days, like eat all of his hours. Cause he's been a great employee he currently is an excellent employee. Um, and he does a really good job, but at the same time, like we, he's starting to get some, uh, bites, uh, for, for potential jobs. And, uh, you know, I, I need to make sure that we, our company is in a, is positioned in a good spot for the day that he does leave. Cause it is coming there. Like eventually somebody's going to figure out how good he is. Um, eventually somebody's going to see what I saw and they're going to be like, Oh, we got to get this guy on our team. Right. So we, we need to prepare for that. And, and unfortunately that, that does mean that we're probably gonna have to start lowering his hours so that I can train people to replace him. Um, now if he changes his mind, he wants to stay, he can have all of his hours. He can have the most hours out of everybody. He'd be the team captain for sure. Uh, but uh, he doesn't and that's okay. So we just, all all that means is we have to, uh, prepare. That's really all it is, is. We just have to prepare. Um, So, uh, but I don't know. I don't know exactly if that's really what we'll do. I mean, you know, I, at the end of the day, here's the thing. I'm not going to, you know, I've got a lot of respect for him. He's been very open with me. He's been very direct with me. Um, and so at the very, uh, you know, there's no way that I'm just gonna be like, all right, we're taking one of your days and like, you know, no, no warning. I'm going to talk to him about all of this, uh, because he's been super generous with, uh, keeping me in the loop with his job, uh, hunt. And so I'm going to do the same with him. I'm going to like, let him know like, Hey, you know, this is what I'm thinking. What do you think? Like, is that going to, you know, I don't want to put them in a, uh, him and his wife in a, in a tough spot. Uh, so I'm going to try to work with him as best I can. But at the end of the day, like we do have to make sure that we're in a good spot for the day that he does leave. <clears throat> um, what would be really interesting if he was like, yeah, why don't I move to part time? That way I can spend more time looking for other work. And then if we could hire three new people and have a team of four part timers, that would be pretty interesting um, in, in that that's a lot of people to call if one person calls out sick, you know, if one person needs a a vacation, that's a, that's quite a few people to, to, to call. Um, and part-time, you're not going to get the same benefits as full-time. So 
so like if you're full time with us, you get two weeks paid time off. And um, you know, I'm I'm debating whether or not we're gonna do three. So we we shut down two weeks out of the year, right? Um, that's just how it rolls. We we just shut down two weeks out of the year. It's Thanksgiving and the week between uh, like week of Christmas, so like Christmas to New Year's kind of thing. Um, and um, oh, come on, brain man, my brain is slow today. Ah. Uh, so, but I, I, and then, and then one, like our current employee, he has one accrued, uh, week off, week of vacation, um, PTO, whatever, uh, that he can use at will. Um, that's the way that we've structured it so far. And like the, the way that you get paid on the, on the weeks that we shut down is like more of like a bonus, like the average, what you would normally make, um, that week will pay you. We'll just give you a bonus for that much kind of thing. No, no hours worked. And, uh, and so he, he currently has three weeks paid time off. Like that's his, that's his incentive package basically. Right. Um, I don't know if we're going to do, I don't, I don't think it really makes sense to do the PTO, um, for part-time other than the two designated weeks off. Like, I don't think we need to give another week of PTO, um, accrued. And also like, it wouldn't really be fair to give them a whole week when I have a full-time employee, he has to work full time to earn a full week of, uh, of PTO, um, throughout the year. It would need to be like a half time. And then, and it's like, eh. So our accountant, um, she has a background in accounting, uh, taxes and HR for a very major, um, company uh, as I actually met her at a, a, a company I used to work for she was the head of HR she was like the top dog um, you know so uh, she knows a lot about all of this stuff so at the end of the day like really what I need to do is I need to call her and, and uh, you know put this stuff on her radar and, and let her tell me what we can do you know basically just seek her advice on this so I'm not really sure I'm just sort of brainstorming right now and uh, but yeah um, it's uh, it's a really interesting thing. Like I, I don't know uh, how this is going to shake out. You know, I don't know what this is going to look like. Uh, you know, a few weeks from now, but I have a feeling we will probably make a higher or two, one or two hires. Which that's insane, by the way. The fact that uh, you know, we um just like literally three weeks ago, it was like, I don't think we're ever going to be able to hire someone. I, I should probably just cool it on, you know, not cool it on looking, but like just relax. Cause it probably won't happen soon. And then now all of a sudden it's just like similarly to, um, a few weeks ago when we decided to shut off our advertising and, and stop growing on purpose, like stop, uh, intentionally start, you know, basically shut off ads so we don't get lead calls, even though we still got them. Um, you know, but basically intentionally slow down to fix some things and let go of the growth, uh, just like that with hiring. Like I recently decided, you know, I'm just going to stop stressing out about getting an employee because now that we're operating more efficiently, um, you know, it's not as big of a, excuse me, as a, as a strain on me. And honestly, I needed a break. I really did. And by slowing down our growth, I was able to give myself a little bit of a break. I mean, that's not like I, I mean, I'm still showing up and working all the time, but Um, I definitely needed a break and, um, I feel a lot better and and our company is in a much better spot because of it. It's the same with recruiting. It seems like as soon as I start letting go, things just start happening. 
um, mentally, mentally letting go. I mean, I'm still, we're still like, all of our ads are still out there. We're still trying to find people. We're still interviewing. We're still responding to candidates, all that good stuff. But like, as soon as I kind of emotionally let go, all of a sudden we're getting customers, not customers, we're getting uh, uh, candidates. So it's just interesting how this is working out. I mean, I don't think this is uh, one of those hokey, like, oh, you know, if the universe conspires to help you, brother. I don't think it's that. I think it's just, honestly, the, the, the pay rate that we're paying now, our pay skills now are just very, very lucrative and hard to say no to. And uh, we've been advertising the job for a while, and we've had uh, probably over 10 candidates now, maybe 12. We're, we're somewhere between 10 and 20 candidates coming through. We're probably not up at 20. It's probably like 10 to 15 uh, candidates come through. And we're just, you know, as as you get more candidates, you will eventually find the one for, you know, for your company. And I think that now that we're just getting these numbers coming in after a while of trying, they're just, it's just starting to happen finally. So it's not like uh, the universe, if you get out of the way of the universe, the universe will get out of the way of you. Nah, it's just, I think, but it is interesting how as soon as I like mentally let go, things start falling into place. So I don't know, maybe there is something to it. Maybe. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not generally one of the, those kinds of people, but yeah, things are going well. Um, we're going to drop off these, these empties, get some money, going to, uh, get to, to work after that. I mean, I, I do have to go and find some, some acid in bulk. Um, so things are going well. I mean, it, this is cool. It's cool. Cool to see where this is going. Um, I really, <coughs> Uh, I'm, I'm still kind of anxious to just get to that next level, but I was thinking like, you know, I, I've been receiving like almost every day for like the last four days, I've been getting sales calls at night after we quote unquote are closed for the night and they haven't gone anywhere, which is like kind of annoying that I'm like spending this time that I normally would like to just spend with my family, uh, talking to these people who then end up not wanting our service. It's like, dude, you're calling me after hours, man. Like, thought you wanted the service. Uh, I don't know. It, it's like, whatever. I mean, at the end of the day, like, that's sales, right? Like, you're not going to get every single... You're not going to close every sale. Um, and I'm working with much smaller numbers now. Uh, so it feels like I don't get any sales. But, like, the, the other side is, like, I wasn't really trying to grow. And we're not, like, I'm not talking to five people a day like I was before. Right? I'm talking to, like, one. And, um, and so, but... But what I was thinking about was, you know, the last few days I've been taking these sales calls after hours and, you know, talking to them and going nowhere. But it just, it does remind me like, man, when I'm trying to grow, that means I have to have my phone on me all day, every day. Late into the night, you know, on the weekends, I'm answering phone calls, all that stuff. Like it, that's what it takes to, to grow. You just have to answer your phone all the time. And, uh, and I'll do that. Like, we're, I'm going to do that. But I was sort of thinking, like, man, we're going to have this uh, employee, you know, potentially a new employee soon. That means I'm going to have to start getting back to growing soon. And uh, that just that, that does mean I have to kind of go back to working around the clock. And I'm just not really all that excited about it. Like, I'm I'm happy to do it because I, you know, the, the it's like this. It's It's like... It's like I'm, it's like procrastinating, procrastinating, right? It, it, the sooner you just do it, the sooner you've done it, right? That's kind of how I feel with most things regarding work. Like, 
I want to grow, you know, my, I think my, my perfect business number, like where I'm, I'm able to really do all of the things that I want, have a location, have an office admin, have a, a lead technician truck out in the field, have a foreman and have a general manager is about 500 pools. Um, roughly it's anywhere between like four and 500 pools. And at that point, like I'm able to sort of really step back and decide, do I want to grow another location? Do I want to do X, Y, Z, whatever. Right. But it's about 500 pools, um, 500 customers. And I'm at, you know, just under uh, 150 now. Right. So it's one of those things where like, I don't really want to take phone calls on my Sunday and my Saturday and, you know, after five on the weekdays, but the sooner I do, uh, and, and the sooner I grow to those numbers, the sooner I'm at the business that I want. Right. So like, that's the, that's the, the, the struggle, uh, the mental struggle for me right now is like, I have to get back to work. Basically I've been kind of, it's not, I've definitely not been slacking, but I've been working on focusing on different problems that are not growth related. Well, they're like somewhat growth related, related, right? Efficiency is somewhat growth related. You have to be efficient to be able to grow and, and, and build your capacity. But I'm not, I'm not talking to customers and hunting down work. Right. So, uh, and and you have to do those things to grow. And so, yeah, it's just like, I, although I have been working, I'm not working around the clock the way that I was when we were in full growth mode. And I know that we're going to have to get back into full growth mode. Like as soon as an employee, a new employee signs on the dotted line and shows up and is ready to work, like I've got to, well, the first couple of weeks I've got to just train them. Like I got to focus on training. That's like week one to two is like, they've just got to be in my truck in, in, um, my, my other technician's truck, learning the, the team, learning the culture, learning the job, learning the skills, all that, all, all of our procedures, policies, they, it's training. So I do have another two weeks, but after that, like it, I really do need to start juggling my time between training and growing again. And, uh, and then it, it's slowly, but surely going to, uh, you know, move into not training and just growing over the next like six weeks. And then after six weeks, like my whole job is being on the hook for answering phones and and talking to people and shaking hands and kissing babies and doing marketing stuff and working after hours again. And so I really got to like get to it. Um, and it's just, there's like a little part of me that's like, man, this was kind of like a nice break. It was just a nice break and it's over or it's getting close to being over and I have to get back to work. I have to get back to doing the round the clock stuff. And uh, I'm not a big fan of doing the round the clock stuff. It burns you out. But again, the sooner I do it, the sooner we get closer to the goal. Um, You know, 300 customers is like where it's not quite the business that I want in like the full complete business, but like it's the, the business that starts to get like, like the business I think will start to really pick up steam around the 300 customer mark, like really like start growing like crazy. Um, because at that point at 300, you know, I'm going to be starting to think about other things. Like, is it worth it to have an office admin who just puts uh, repairs on my calendar? And now I don't have to like stress out about like people being frustrated with their pool and like maybe accidentally taking it out on me like that, that eats my energy. And if, if my energy is eaten, it's harder for me to sell. It's harder for me to get out there and, and find new work and, and just stay focused, you know, and, uh, and not to mention at 300 customers, like we'll have a, a pretty hefty budget for advertising. And so like my job is really going to like start taking off with regards to the, the incoming customer calls or incoming lead calls. 
I'm going to be like, my days are going to be basically like me just going around town, going from pool to pool to pool, quoting pools all day. And then, uh, and so I, I would imagine at that point we are going to be just like skyrocketing sales wise. And, um, it'll be really interesting and I'm halfway there, right? Like that's the thing, like at, at about 300, like this snowball, like, like it, it really is, is picking up speed and like, you know, going down that mountain fast. Um, and so, yeah, if you think about it from that perspective, like 500 is like fully mature business, the exactly what I wanted, fully built. Um, at 300, it starts getting really easy to build that. Um, and at 300, it, like my life starts getting easier. My, my job becomes more clear. Like I'm really not even focused on the route all that much. Uh, cause I'll, I'll have a lead technician at that point. Um, and I'm halfway there. That's a crazy thing to say too. Like I'm only a year and eight months into this man. And I'm already halfway, halfway to like where this business starts really picking up steam. And, uh, I think we can probably get there. We could potentially get there by the end of this upcoming year, 2022, which would be, that would also be insane. Cause that's like three years into it, which I guess is not insane because I, you know, I listen to other business podcasts. I, I, you know, consume other, you know, content that other business owners that are in similar industries, uh, create and, and, that's kind of the general consensus is after about three years, like things really start to pick up and snowball. Um, so I guess it doesn't really like, it's not that surprising, but at the same time, it just feels crazy. It's like, it's only three years in. I mean, it's three years of hard ass work. Don't get me wrong. But in the grand scheme of things, like is three years really that much time? It's not, it's not that much time to then like be able to just have the thing that you want, have the life that you want. It's pretty cool. But anyway, I think this is probably a good place to cut it. Um, uh, I've been trying to keep this a little bit shorter because I, as you, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know, I could just drone on. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty excited about, uh, the recruiting side of things. It's finally after eight months of trying to get the recruiting dialed in, it's finally feeling like we're, we're starting to get it dialed in. The company's in a good spot. The efficiencies are in a good spot. The pricing's in a good spot. Like, we're finally uh, at a, in a really good spot, kind of across the board, and and uh, I'm just gonna have to get back to growing this thing and working working a little bit more just to get to that, you know, get to these goals. And uh, so yeah, thank you so much for listening. If you don't mind, follow us on on Spotify if that's where you're listening. If you're on Apple Podcasts or any other platform that allows you to put a rating review, if you add a rating review, it really helps out. Um, this podcast, I'm not trying to, you know, squeeze money. I have nothing to sell you. I'm just trying to document my journey and share it. And and if you find value in this, um, please, please uh, look for ways to engage. Um, and, uh, but yeah, until the next one, thanks so much for listening and have a good rest of your day. Bye.